Hello there, and welcome to Pink Milk, your Star Wars podcast for us super fans. And those of us who are forced to listen to them. And today's character is Boba Fett. Boba Fett? I've never heard you pick that character before. Are you ready, Thomas? I'm ready. Let's drink up. Drink up. This is Red Five. I'm going in. Hello there. And top of the morning to you. Top of the morning to you, Lassie. Oh, Lassie, how is this for my little leprechaun voice? I don't think it sounds so leprechaun. You sound like Kermit the Frog. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I am not Kermit the Frog. My name is Brian, your host. With me, as always, is my better half and your much better host, Thomas. Hello, hello, everyone. And our special guest star, the Heather Locklear of Pink Milk, Michael Berry. Hi. How are you, my wonderful, very handsome, favorite youngest son? Good. (laughs) (laughs) If you are new here, welcome to Pink Milk. We are here to talk Star Wars queerly. This is Husband and Husband, where me, the superfan, forces my husband, the non-superfan, Thomas, to sit here and talk about Star Wars. And today we're going to talk about Episode 7, The Announcement. Michael, do you have any announcements? You love us very much. Today's character is nobody. Nobody. Oh, wait, we went from Boba Fett to nobody. You know, is this in celebration of Rogue One where they're all dead by the end? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Michael and I did just go and see Rogue One not too long ago at the movie theater, right? Do you remember? Yes, and I watched it yesterday at home. Oh, Ooh, you could be a super fan. I am. <laughs> Maybe you want my seat. yes get out (laughs) well that'll do it folks (laughs) that'll do it that'll do it for me that's the line that's the line (laughs) you know what babe we have not had a morning session in quite a long time this feels great it does feel good we've been running a little late this past few weeks i'm still a little behind for my hospital stay and then almost week of bed rest um but i'm catching up catching up well it's good to have you back for sure yes yes it is (laughs) (laughs) michael you know what that sounded so sincere thank you very much out of the mouth of an (laughs) eight-year-old about to be nine (laughs) good point you really are almost nine holy cow our baby's gonna be nine no i'm not a baby but you're my baby you're our baby you'll always be our baby forever and always my friend Thomas, how's your week been? We are preparing for your sister and your father to arrive at the house in just a little over a week. Yes. Uh, it's been great. It's been great. Busy. Mm-hmm. I can't complain. Lots of, lots of little touches up on the houses and getting new picture frames and uh, yeah, zhuzhing. We're zhuzhing. We're <laughs> <laughs> you are whirling your wand, mm-hmm. as I like to call it. Yep, I once, you know what I did? Nope. I rolled my wand right down to 18 pounds thinner in less than a month. 
I'm sure it's super healthy. <laughs> you look great, though. Thank you. In other words, everyone, that was Tom telling me I didn't look good before. No, you look great before. You look <laughs> just as great now. Just a little less of you. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You know, I want to um, give another wonderful shout out and thank you to Silver, to Jared, to Brian. It was like gift giving week, and I am very, very appreciative. I got some wonderful things. Max, uh, our oldest son's BFF. Uh, was in Mississippi, and his friend has a 3D printer, and Max brought me home a uh, 3D-printed, very beautifully painted speeder bike helmet. and It's, it's pretty incredible. Uh, it's amazing that somebody did that from a 3D awesome. printer. Yeah. <laughs> it really is awesome, Michael. I agree. You should take a couple of pictures of that. Oh, I did. Oh, okay. Yep. And, Great idea. Um, <laughs> later today, Tom's going to be rolling his eyes at me, but you know what? All of you on the TikTokery... You're going to be very welcome for what you're going to see later today. Mm-hmm. I can't <laughs> wait. I just love that build-up. Don't know what's coming, but I, you know, there's only so much in the toolbox. <laughs> right, Michael? Oh. Yeah, sure. <laughs> welcome you know, to eight years old. <laughs> And I'd also like to say thank you to our latest patrons over there on Patreon. If uh, you're interested in supporting this show grow, get better and better, $5 a month can get you access into our private locker room adjacent to the steam room that you see every week on After Dark, this week, and forever and always going forward, starting on Wednesdays at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'm very, very excited. And... Uh, in speaking of After Dark and Husband Husband, like you're listening to now, one of the uh, the perks if you join our Patreon is you get monthly shows, show suggestions, and uh, we're gearing up to have a call-in show with some of our Steam Queens. I'm very, very excited about that. There's That's going to be cool. Yeah, there's yeah. also uh, commentary tracks. Uh, I'm going to be sending out some random artwork that I'm working on, something special right now, so that will be fun. Chase and I have a couple things cooking for early 2023 that will be a perk to that said patreon patreon and uh you know what? i'm just really really stoked about it well it sounds like it you know thank you <laughs> no i appreciate everyone that's in there so far and helping support us we've already like we've already used it to upgrade some lighting and all that kind of stuff so it's great it's super duper and i'm feeling rather like a looper. trooper like a trooper, not a trooper, mm-hmm. not in Star Wars. Star Wars Stormtrooper, clone troopers. <laughs> not after this episode of The Announcement on uh, Andor. We saw some clone troopers doing some not very nice things to Clem, poor Cassian's dad. It was very, very upsetting. You ready to get into the episode, Pop? I'm ready? ready. What were your uh, overall thoughts on this episode that creator Tony Gilroy has said is a bit of a transition episode. We've had two story arcs. This was a little bit of a transition. It was something different for the show. You know, you had mentioned that last week that it would be a transition uh, show, mm-hmm. and I wasn't very excited about mm-hmm. it. I didn't feel like it was a transition show. I found it that it just picked up exactly where it left off, and yep. and that was it. So for me, I thought it was great. Yeah, I agree. I think the uh, the previously on bit was probably the most intense we've had so far of any of this show. 
Yeah, so that, that previously on was just amazing. It was really, really intense. And this was all literally just in response in response to everything. It was kinda of, it was a bit of a wrap up. We had our Aldani heist that I still think it's hilarious that you didn't pick up on that in the third episode that they're gonna go steal money. <laughs> Especially when I saw the 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 recap, I was like, Oh, there it is. <laughs> no, Tom's words were how did I miss that? Literally. <laughs> So that was really, really cool. Um, also, last week we had um, what I felt was a little bit more of a somber Debbie Downer episode for us when um, my patience was very thin after uh, speaking to the actor who plays Cinta and her unwillingness or inability, most likely, hence being tied to talk about her and her girlfriend, Vel. However, on better news, our girl Kristen Baver over there at StarWars.com on Star Wars Weekly said that they were girlfriends. Excellent. It was very, very... Way to represent. Very exciting. Um, yeah, it was really, really fantastic. I liked it a whole, whole lot. Did you have... Um, who's your favorite character from this show so far, actually? Hmm. Because we're, we're about halfway through. We've gotten to know everybody. I mean, visually... Mm-hmm. I love Mon Mothra. Mothra? Mothra. Mothma. Oh my god, Mon Mothra. <laughs> two uh, but, little twins. However, <gasps> no, I, no, 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 hold on. You know what? I would love wait, it. Do you want me to answer? No, because okay. right now I got to talk about two little teeny okay. tiny drag queens. Well, I'll forget my, my response by then. So. Two teeny tiny drag mm-hmm. queens who like sing the song and and like usher in and manifest Mon Mothra. I like it. <laughs> okay, so visually it's Mon Mothra. For sure, but I still don't feel like she's had a lot to I haven't seen her a lot. Okay. I mean, she keeps coming in and out, in and out, mm-hmm. in and out. Nothing really, you know. So, for me, I think she needs a little bit more airtime. Okay. So, so, I can't give her my favorite character so far. So, I still am going to say probably Cassian. Okay. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So, even after this week, you know, I, I was on Chaco, Darth Chaco's YouTube channel earlier this week. So, thank you again, Chaco. Had a great time. And... Uh, I've never really felt attached to Cass. I like him, mm-hmm. but he's not a character that I'm like really pulled to. Mm-hmm. And Rogue One, which as much as I love that movie, and I still stand that it is like the most beautiful looking of any Star Wars ever. Mm-hmm. I don't feel a connection to almost any of those characters. And it's like it is about the Star Wars mm-hmm. that isn't my like my personal attachment. I think into there's Star a good Wars. reason for that. They're not staying around. They yeah. really aren't staying. You know, most of the cast was already killed off. Yeah. So and then the girlfriend, I forget her name. I know you interviewed her, but she just came back. Oh, Bix. I mean, she was there one or two episodes. So you couldn't. You know, that yeah. whole cast, that original one, was killed off already. Mm-hmm. And then there was. What's the officer that got fired? What's his name? I never remember it. The officer that got fired? Yeah, the... Uh, Tamarin? The one that Gorn? his mom... He's back with his mom, and she's really mean. Oh, Cyril. Cyril, okay. So, I mean, he was kind of central in the very yeah. beginning, and then he was kind of sent away, and, you know, so he's still... You know, no one's really playing full-time mm-hmm. other than Cassian at this moment in time. So, it's been a little difficult to Who really... I- get to get that invested in any character because they just keep moving them along i will say i feel like mon mothma is at least in my circles seems to be the standout star of this series okay um i i have to tell you i think 
I think I get the personally get the most enjoyment out of Cyril and Edie, his mom Edie. Like those interactions, I think, mm-hmm. are my favorite bit of this whole show. Especially because he keeps eating the same thing every time. Yeah, just, he seems to be eating a lot at yeah. the booth, yeah. eating the same thing. So the, is that what they do? I guess Eat the so. Same thing? I think I'm just, I'm really intrigued what's going to happen with that character. Like, I just, I love the tension that is there. And I am like the only one from my circle who seems to think that Cyril might be able to get redeemed. Um, and I kind of want him to. And what is the name of the girl? The girl that's... She just she was put on the uh, the spot at the meeting with the bigwigs. Oh, Dedra Miro. Yes. Okay. Yeah, she's amazing too. She is amazing, but it's interesting because he has, they have the same job more or less, right? Well, she's higher up. Right. Okay. So I wonder if those two team up together. Oh, I think so. Because she's we, a bit of a rebel on the rebels on the Imperials. Oh, yeah. You know, um, yes, I think I think his new position in his cubicle is going to. I think he's going to find some some uh, evidence there in his. It looks like he he's an analyst of an analyst. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the word? Analyst. Analyst. Thank mm-hmm. you. He's an analyst. Looks like of some sort now, and I think something's going to cross those two screens, and uh, he's going to break the rules again and get him to Dedra. And I think Dedra is going to reach out to him. My yeah. my theory is because he. Who was the yep. boss that looks like uh, Palpatine? The boss that looks like Palpatine. Oh, Paragon? Paragon, yes. Or Paragorn or something yeah. like that. So I bet... He looks like Palpatine? Yeah, to me, I just keep okay. thinking Palpatine. But, uh, I love or, that. For three years, it's been Palpatine. What, what is it? Palpatine. Palpatine? But, nope, the Tom, Emperor. Tom, Tom, likes, the Emperor? <laughs> Tom likes Palpatine just like he loves his Ovaltine. <laughs> Ovaltine. Uh, good times. We did have Ovaltine as a kid. I'm sure you did. <laughs> Apparently, I'll drink milk at dinner, too. So do our kids. Mm, they do. Because mm-hmm. we fancy. We bougie in the Barry house. Hmm. It's good for the bones. <laughs> All right. Anyway, what were we talking about? Yeah, you about? were talking about Paragon <laughs> looking like Palpatine. Yeah. So I remember how he praised her yep. and then kind of shut her down at the same time. So I bet that is going to incentivize her to reach out to Cyril because she knows he was a little rogue, but he had something. He was thinking outside the box, and she's thinking outside the box. And they were on the same line of what mm. it was, that tool, that uh, that mechanism that yeah, was that left box. behind. The box, yeah. Yeah, like it, it charted courses or something. It's the key to everything, though. That's the key to their side. That's the only thing they're aware of that, that they're well, looking no, for. She was now talking about something. On Ke- she was talking about something on Kessel. She was talking about an incursion on like Ord Mantell or something was brought up this episode. Which um, she looking for the box? Oh, that's right. She's got the box. Right. <laughs> she might be looking for another box. I could. She see wants her. to know who left their box. <laughs> She's going to be like, "Oh, hey, Val. Sorry, I can't find Cinta, but I'm here for you. I got a box for you." <laughs> Um, yeah, I have to say, I, but what I loved was when we first met your, the other version of Palpatine with Dedra, he, when she was like talking about said box, we almost thought that like he was punishing her, but in a way I think he was actually setting her free. He saw something in her, her because when Belvin goes after her again this week, mm-hmm. your version of Palpatine gave her an op- an opportunity to like stand up to him and she did and then he supported her and now she took his job uh, that's exactly it yep. and i was like oh boom you were like 
I think he he saw something in her and knew that she would rise to the occasion, and she did. And it is funny because she's like pretty vile, and we don't like her. And for that woman, she interviews with Cyril all the time. She, mm-hmm. They were also, I and you know me, I don't remember actors' names. I only care about. Oh, the they characters. actually interview together. Yeah, I'll have to show you after this. Oh, good. Yes, yeah, okay, so they were on they were on Star Wars Weekly for like a real quick little blip. So I'm a visionary, thinking that they'll get together. They're going to be together. They won't put them in the same junket. Or it could be when I interviewed them and they were together in the same junket. You interviewed both of them? Yes. Wait, you did? Yes. Zero? tables. Yes. Well, I, w- I didn't actually get to interview them because okay. they didn't call my name, if you remember correctly. Call but my I did. name, call, call my name. name. Something I was sitting about there you, for never you. Never want to get you. <laughs> Better say my name, Palpatine, Palpatine. If someone just gave you attention, maybe you wouldn't be so evil. Better say my name. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. We now have two dogs that can very easily open a door. So, real quick, Thomas, we're going to hit the pause button. I'm going to play you this interview with yeah, the two of them like real quick. Yep. We'll be right back, folks. But aren't they like just adorable, IRL? They're adorable. I mean, they're in very serious. Life. These are these. This show is like chock full of. Yeah, like, she's very, very pretty. Actors. He's got a lot of hair. You wouldn't get that from him. He really does. Well, he's like a orange bear, a ginger otter. <laughs> he's too. He, I don't think he, he's more of an otter pop. Okay. And um, you know what? Kind of sexy. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> kind of sexy. How is it that we're together, baby? Because we have very different tastes in people. Let me take time to ponder that. <laughs> Actually, what? we really don't. It just sounds like we don't. You know, speaking of people who should take time to ponder on their relationship. Yes. Mon, Mothma, and her husband, Perrin. Yeah, I'm not sure I'm understanding any of that. That it sounds like she's the money, right? She comes from family money. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, that's why that's why Luthen's getting frustrated with her because she's not digging into those like family heirloom pockets like she once did. Do we know who her family is? Mm-mm. Have we ever seen him? No. No. Okay. Um, I I almost get I almost get the vibe that um maybe this was like a a prearranged like meeting between the two maybe i've been watching too much house of dragons no i uh, i see that as well it's almost as if though he has something on her that's what keeps her there plus the child obviously yeah i mean they don't yeah so anyways we finally got our dinner scene you know how dare you star wars for not putting slime more in there just gonna say it, but also thank you and uh thank you to jared again who hung out with us on friday for noticing the background character of this crazy little alien with like a trap jaw mouth that was just moving up and down one of my favorite parts of the entire episode <laughs> um i missed it you did i don't think i noticed it nope <laughs> i guess i'll see it in the recap <laughs> <laughs> um but like we finally got that dinner scene and he's like over there sitting on a couch like hitting on some other lady while like Mon Mothma's watching could clearly care less. And then we finally, we see her with a long, a long, long time ago friend, Tay, who, um, he's a banker and she's trying to side with him. But like he's, when they're talking, she's like, yeah, he's not to be trusted. He doesn't know anything going on here. So he was going to find out about something I would guess by the end of this first season and turn her, do something to her. Hmm. 
That's going to be my guess. She um, should erase him. Erase it's her. Star Wars. Erase him. Uh, but she's a fat pacifist. I don't think so. Who knows? I don't know what's going to go on with her character, but it's great. Um, that whole scene, though, was probably my favorite scene in this whole show. That in the one between uh, Marva and Cassian later. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you like? You know, what? you were a fan of Game of Thrones. And I felt like Mon Mothma's episode in this was like a Game of Thrones of like between her encounter with Luthen, then her more friendly conversation with Tay, but like they can't say what they're talking about. And it's all just like moving chess pieces with one mm-hmm. another and trying to move forward. What, what did you think of all this? Well, you know, getting back to what I said originally, it was nice to see her in most of the, a good portion of the episode anyway. It's the most I've seen her so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, confusing. I felt it confusing. I mean, I already feel like a lot of this is confusing anyway. You know, you need to know a lot from the past, who Mom Mothma was, blah, 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 or is. And uh, now they're making it confusing by not saying what they're actually really doing, hence my not even knowing what the bank robbery was. So, you so know. do you think... Do you Remember, th- I'm... Yes. The average. Okay. Yeah. Do you think that you would really need to know who Mon Mothma was? Or do you think I've ruined something by talking about how important she was? Hmm. I would never say that you've ruined something. I don't, I don't mean like yeah. that. But like, I've made her more important because I know her end game. And if you didn't know that, do you still feel like you would not You would need to well, know Well, I still saw Rogue One, right? Yeah, and she's in Rogue One. Exactly, so I know a little that she's important in some way, shape, or form. But again, that's how it gets confusing, because that was long after this, and everybody dies, so... They're all dead. Dead. Doornails. (laughs) But we don't know that they're dead, because as your lady just said in this... uh, True. This little... What was it? What's her name? Star Wars Weekly. Star Wars Weekly. Kristen Baver. She's Kristen Baver. We don't forget her name. Okay, Kristen Baver just said in Star Wars Weekly, and I never forget her name, or the Weekly, Star Wars Weekly. Um, No one's ever really dead in Star Wars, because that was good old, uh, what's his name? uh, Maul. You can come back with spider legs. There you go. Thomas. He came back with spider legs and And then got real legs again. And you know what? No. What? If any of my Pink Milk family members or mm-hmm. Eli from In the Galaxy is listening, because also go check us out, because we did an episode with Eli on In the Star Wars Galaxy, and um, Mark and I took on Chase and Emma for Star Wars um, trivia. Mm-hmm. I still stand by, his name is not Darth Maul, it is Maul, because he made it very clear, Chase and Emma should not have gotten a point, I should have been the only one with a point, because I was the only one who said mall and i'm underlined just mall because it's just mall so it's kind of like just jack from will and grace just mall <laughs> just mall oh just mall i don't want to be a doth just mall <laughs> let me know everyone listening how my mall impression was i thought it was pretty good actually <laughs> <laughs> um yeah you know i i you mentioned in the little breaky break, real quick, while we were watching that Star Wars Weekly, that you feel like we're breezing through this episode. Um, what do you want to talk about that we haven't done? No, I just mm. felt like maybe we were at an accelerated okay. speed for the episode. Well, you know, that's all. Can I be honest with you? Yeah. Please? I mean, we have a pretty open and honest relationship. You know, hey, no, keep it from me. I'd rather you keep it from me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love the show. 
Not a lot of meat on the bone, though. No, there is a ton of meat. Too much meat? I don't know how to talk about the show. I find this to be incredibly difficult to talk about. You know, it's interesting. I just caught a clip of Star Wars Explained. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I happened to walk in the room, and I heard Alex say that this show is actually not doing as well as other shows. Is that correct? Oh. Or is that just somebody... Okay, so there was... Look, okay, anyone listening to this knows that I don't always have all my facts straight about mm-hmm. this stuff, because I frankly don't usually care. There's some some dude put a tweet out who works for some company okay. that like um, analyzes streaming data. Okay. And put a tweet out saying that Andor is bef- performing far below all of the other... Uh, Disney plus Star Wars properties. Really? Yes. And this is on the back of um, another big YouTuber who no one particularly likes her because she's full of BS half the time. Is that Grace? Oh my God. I love that you don't even watch YouTube and you knew exactly who I was talking about. (laughs) How many times have I walked in? I'm like, shut her off. (laughs) I do. Y'all, I'm sorry, but I help her YouTube algorithm because I hate watch her all the time. Sorry. Um, <laughs> but she was trying to say how it wasn't successful either because She-Hulk was beating it. Okay. Interesting. At the time when she said it, She-Hulk was number one and Andor was number two. So I don't understand how a number two show is now failing. You know, like, let's... Listen, hey, hey, I've everyone, seen She-Hulk. <laughs> it, it, was a great, it was a great family show. It was kind of wholesome, it, but not really. It truthfully. was great. It was great bubblegum. Yeah, great bubblegum. But I can't imagine how that would have... Or was beating a Star Wars show. Period. And descent. It's like it's like a good Britney Spears song. It's great while you're watching it, Mm -hmm. but it isn't going to have any longevity. Andor Mm -hmm. is going to have longevity like that. This will be a show you can rewatch and get new things from, and it's Mm -hmm. really, really layered and really complex. Whoa, 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 whoa! Let's not go crazy. I'm not signing up for a rewatch. (laughs) (laughs) But anyways, so this thing came out. Now the dude has also said, oh, I made a mistake. Sorry, I put the tweet out that caused all the hubbub, but it's actually doing pretty well. So, but it so that was his 15 minutes because you know, we didn't know who he it, was yeah, prior, right? Yeah. Um, and Alex, who I appreciate Alex being so transparent, honestly, was even mentioning how their and or coverage isn't getting the same numbers that like Book of Boba Fett mm-hmm. and Obi-Wan did, which, you know, we're not either. Not by a ton, but we're not getting as much. So, like, but there isn't the same level of across the board understanding of who Andor is versus Boba Fett and Obi Wan. Like, you're a casual fan, you would have known who those two characters were. Like, mm-hmm. they have re- name recognition. Sure, Mandalorian didn't, but it was the first. It was the first Star Wars show, and then there was Baby Yoda. For God's sakes, like everyone loves Baby Yoda, so everyone comes That's to that show. Yes, yeah, so this Baby is Yoda. the first time. That there isn't some side gimmick, yep. and that's what I call Baby Yoda. Yep. I mean, it, truthfully, if you think about, it, there's always been in every some side yep. cuteness. There is uh-huh. no cuteness and no sidekick here. Yep. So a hundred percent. So it's just a different kind of Star Wars, and that's okay. And I really wish, personally, look, Star Wars is my end all be all. We all know that. I don't really have a lot of room for anything else other than Star Wars. Mm-hmm. I talk about it all the time. That's why you're a super fan. Exactly. But you know what? The reality is, Star Wars isn't the biggest property in the world anymore. 
Marvel is probably collectively more popular than Star Wars. So I would really appreciate it if all the stupid fucking idiot Grace Randolphs of the world would stop talking <laughs> like it's a failure. It isn't what it used to be, and that's okay. They don't make as many Star Wars toys as they used to. That's okay. It does not mean that Star Wars is failing and like you know that's what? That's an interesting it, comment like, because it's larger than it's ever been. It's more yes. intricate than it's ever been. There is more to it than it's ever been. Mm-hmm. But it's just not as popular anymore. Like, it's just maybe it will be because honestly, from what I hear, people are starting to get really frustrated with the MCU. Like, I'm not in that circle, but uh, a buddy of mine at the, at the office is a big MCU person. I have a question. Yes. So the other day. We were at the kids' uh, baseball practice. Oh, yes. And the mom, you had mentioned something about um, Star Wars. I think, yeah. uh, actually, the the Michael's friend came up and said, hey, you do a podcast. Oh, yes. We mentioned a little bit, you know, and the side, two gals there. Side mm-hmm. note, Tom mentioned a few weeks ago to this person that he's been in real estate since 1995. You know what her response was? I was one. <laughs> oh, and it's been she's it's 96. Girl. She was she's born in 95, and it was really just quite entertaining. And that's she's okay. Lovely. She is lovely. She's very lovely, actually. She's very, very, uh, very nice. I enjoy speaking with her on a regular basis. Anyways, what did she say? Uh, but it wasn't her. It was somebody yeah. else. Yeah. They're like, yeah, no, I don't really listen to Star Wars. Yep. What, did you, what was your reaction to that? I'm curious because I find it sometimes so odd well, my perception is, but I want to know what yours is, but mine is, I'll tell you real quick, it's so odd when I run upon someone who doesn't really know anything about Star Wars, especially somebody who is in, and we're not talking that girl anymore, it was yeah. another mom. Yeah, 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 She's yeah. more in our ra- age range. Yeah, someone like that girl who, mm-hmm. who, or that person, anyone who was born in like the mid-90s, I understand mm-hmm. because they were maybe too little for the prequels even right. though that's how old i was when return of the jedi came out i don't know i don't know um look honestly you asked my opinion she didn't say this but when i hear people say i don't know anything mm-hmm. about star wars i don't believe them at all because no one doesn't know anything about star wars mm-hmm. everyone knows something about star wars every single person knows who darth vader is and luke skywalker you can hold a picture up and they know who they are they might not know a lot about it they mm-hmm. might not have ever seen the movies mm-hmm. but they are too much a part of pop culture right. and and culture in general to not know what they are you know, and I'm thinking about this, how we're saying one is bigger than the other yeah. and blah, blah, blah. You know, a lot of this content that is newer, mm-hmm. you have to pay yep. specifically for Disney+. Plus. Yeah. But that's S- everything now. Like, but Not really. Mm. I mean, some of these other things are on mainstream I guess so. networks. But I, but not, so maybe that accounts for some rare, of very rare, the big things. Look, the truth of the matter is... Tell me the truth of the matter, Brian. The MCU has been around for a decade. So a lot of people who mm-hmm. are big MCU people, this is what this is their Star Wars. They grew up with it. So they know everything. I can understand that Star Wars, with its 40-plus year history, is a very like big... It's got to be incredibly intimidating to hop into it because everyone knows it has been around forever and then you get shows like the mandalorian that like bring in a lot of stuff from all over the place and i can see how that confuses people well i can definitely say as the casual fan the one who's forced to listen Mm -hmm. it is it really truly is it's just too big it's too intricate and it only keeps getting more yeah you know um 
so yeah, it, and I don't want to say intimidating. It's just it's overwhelming. It's yeah. you know if you've got a lot going on in your life, you know you can't remember every little yeah. thing like some of the super fans. Yeah, but it's well, I feel that way about the MCU, mm-hmm. and I'm I've seen all of the MCU. I think Loki was the only thing I couldn't finish because I just really like didn't like it. I have seen every single movie. Mm-hmm. I think maybe I've missed one or two, and I'm also like well read in comics in comic history like so i know a lot about it mm-hmm. but i find the mcu overwhelming i don't know half the things going on the like, overwhelming I can't, part- I can't remember who this per- like when they because mcu does all that grieving and in and out which is great mm-hmm. kind of, but i don't know who half these people and what about are. the reboots then they start the reboots yeah. all over again they're wait i was just getting yeah. it straight uh- <laughs> now you changed it but wait now they're younger okay uh- he used to have a bald head and was in a wheelchair oh now he's a young guy and he's not in the wheel. I'm, I'm just totally confused. <laughs> that stuff now. doesn't confuse me. I can see how it does confuse yeah. people. But just the MCU, because that's not even the MCU. Those are different properties. They're not going to be brought in because like X-Men wasn't owned by Disney. So that oh. was like a whole different thing. So <laughs> I didn't even Sp- know. Spider-Man wasn't owned by Disney. Still isn't. They just have a contract that allows Spider-Man to work in and out. But that's always up in the air because Disney doesn't own Spider-Man. Sony does. Mm. Um but like in the MCU itself, like I don't remember who, like I don't remember who characters are half the time. I don't, I like have a vague recollection of somebody. But like, so I can pull back, and you've helped been very helpful over the last three years, and listening to people come back. You're and, welcome. And thank you. Um, <laughs> I do think we actually have a decent amount of casual fans that listen to our show, and newer audiences that oftentimes frankly appreciate you because they don't feel as intimidated and they feel welcome to listen because like you are here and i think i think you're a touchstone for a lot of people actually oh that is thank you you know i would say you're not on a lot of podcasts like not you but like your 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 understanding of star wars is not in a lot of podcasts it's usually people like me Mm -hmm. um and then sometimes i listen to podcasts let me tell you they sound like quote unquote better and bigger super fans than me and you are a through oh, and through. Oh, I am, yeah. I am of the biggest Star Wars mm-hmm. super fans on the planet. I've just never been a trivia person. It just doesn't mm. matter as much to me. And the longer I do this podcast, the more I've come to kind of understand that. Like when I go on other people's podcasts and stuff, sometimes sometimes I have a very hard time talking about Star Wars in the way that that like big big mainstream Star Wars podcasts that discourse surrounded. About well, stars, it's hard for me to do. But the great thing about your super fandom, the way that you are, it's mm-hmm. not like you turned on the the radio or the TV and now you're just listening to a textbook, just spill Star Wars stuff, and you're just like, holy crap, turn it off. You're just conversational about it. Yeah, you know, you really are. So, and it's very relatable and it's easy. And no, you don't get everything, but you get more than me. <laughs> <laughs> I I. You know, I feel so to me, you know, everything. Thank you, honey. I feel similar to Obi-Wan. Like this show for me is really emotionally heavy. There's a lot there. And I haven't sat with this show long enough. I think Mandalorian is is my favorite of all new Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Still to this day, I just have a tremendous connection. If it ever comes back. Oh, no, it will. I have a tremendous attachment to Din and Grogu's story mm-hmm. and my future Din husband, Cobb Vanth. Like, I love that story. And I 
I love seeing the interconnectivity in all the characters, but I have a history with that. So like to me, it's given me everything I want. And and I think that show is very digestible. We were I was I was just talking about this on After Dark. I think my favorite part of Star Wars is the helmet and how you we can project ourselves onto those characters and we can get up underneath the helmet and we can see a Star Wars story through our specific lenses and our specific eyes and our specific human experience. Mm-hmm. And that's what I that's what I love about it because because like a um like a good fairy tale it it invites us to play with it and it's kind of loose in in its its directness and a lot of things are subtext and that's what allows us to do that i think obi-wan and especially andor are a lot less subtext i think there's a lot more it's telling us a lot more and showing us a lot more than other star wars typically does and so like for me, I think I'll be able to talk about this a lot easier, like a while from now. Because okay. I had, I, it's really hard for me to digest all of it. You know, it's interesting, is because I'm still trying to figure it out. I don't know where it's going. I thought the I whole idea was the the heist, and now mm-hmm. we've had the heist, and half the people are the characters are gone, and now it's just changing again. So I'm wondering, gosh, how many more episodes do we have? Five. Mm, yep. Okay. So it's going to have to for me. Start telling me what's going on. Yep. Because I'm not, you know. But I don't know if this show's going to give us that one big season-long arc. Hmm. I think I think this, from from my opinion as of right now... Well, they still need to move the needle to closer to wherever it is, you know, the movie. Let's okay, like well, that. next year, there's going to be, like, I think a four or five year... So this this season takes place, I th- if I remember correctly, it's like a year time frame. Okay. Next season, I don't know how far of a jump it's going to take ahead. Mm-hmm. It, the series is supposed to take place, the, sorry, season two is supposed to take place over like four or five years. So I'm guessing each arc will be like a different year and it's going to have time jumps. Okay. How many years are we getting of this one? Two. This is it? Andor is only two? Two seasons. And that will be 24 it. episodes. And that will bring us right to the movie? Yes. Wow. allegedly like it's gonna bring us pretty close so i think so everybody's yeah. dead again <laughs> <laughs> but like yeah i just i feel that this show is harder for me to like immediately process mm-hmm. and then you know what okay mm-hmm. i love this show okay i think it is really good it is a very 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 different kind of star war mm-hmm. however next wednesday we're getting an episode of andor and all six episodes i, th- I think it's six episodes maybe it's eight of tales of the jedi or dropping on the same oh, day God. it's a lot i think it's <laughs> poor choice like i can't yeah. i can't watch all of that before i go to work so i ain't gonna be on twitter on wednesday Mm-mm-mm. so i'm gonna watch andor and now we have our live stream i don't even know when i'm gonna watch all of tales of the jedi but now that i know tales of the jedi is coming out it's mm-hmm. clone war style animation it's following my girl ahsoka mm-hmm. i'm in a very weird spot with live action ahsoka but i love my animated ahsoka okay I don't care about Andor as much as I think I thought I did. Wow. And I love the show. Like, I know how good it is. Like, I recognize it is so good. And it is probably, objectively, a better show than Mandalorian. Hmm. But there's an issue when Tales of the Jedi is coming out, and I almost don't even want to talk about Andor next week. (laughs) You know, you were having the same kind of reaction, albeit different Mm -hmm. for different reasons, to Obi-Wan, though. Interesting. No. Yeah. Are you slipping? From 
super no, fandom? No, I love... Obi-Wan made me really, really emotional. Mm-hmm. Like, it was really... But you didn't want to talk about it either. No, because it was made me... I wasn't... Obi-Wan, I really depressed me. Actually, okay. it made me very, very sad. In a really good way, I thought, well, that's what I wanted that story to do. Mm-hmm. But it really, honestly, Obi-Wan brought me closer to Anakin than I've ever been before. Hmm. Like, okay. it was really hard for me to because know what happened. Because it was happened. the closest we've been to the real Anakin. All we, years, yes. we've always seen him years into it. Yes, yeah. we've had Anakin and we've had Vader. And there was a lot of time in between. And there was, they were two different characters. Right. We had a little teeny glimpse mm-hmm. in Rebels with Vader and Ahsoka, and it was a beautiful thing, and I don't like to watch that episode because it mm-hmm. hurts. And Obi-Wan, like, really kind of hurt my soul. And so it okay. was amazing, and that story did exactly what it was supposed to do. And I will want, I will watch it again because I loved, I loved that. Are show. we getting a second season of that one? No, I don't. Well, they haven't said no, but originally they said no. Then they kind of maybe alluded to it or something. But huh. I don't know if we need it. Okay. I feel like that show gave us everything we needed. Okay, but and I like Andor. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is, and I have never publicly said this out loud. So you're welcome. You know all of you people who can't wait to hear brian's thoughts on this <laughs> as if i have some some sort of importance but the minute like i knew tales of the jedi was coming out i really i'm not looking forward to next week's andor i'm looking forward to tales of the jedi and i'm not and i'm gonna have to watch andor first and we're talking about andor and after dark hmm and that's know, wednesday I, yeah too. i don't even know how i'm gonna approach uh tales of the jedi well you know just keep your head down keep moving forward yeah. hey disney star wars <laughs> please start making stars specifically for me and only do one thing at a time literally <laughs> i mean and, and don't but make us wait crazy? years for things in between like but isn't that crazy no i don't like waiting years and, in between for mandalorian uh, i mean that's ridiculous it's ridiculous hey honey there was this thing called a pandemic and people lost their lives and lost their jobs and they felt they're behind. only making five six seven shows they can't get that together and half if you look at it half of this stuff is all done at the same time so they're taking their footage and they're making two years well, out of i one. am curious i am That's curious my opinion i am curious how long mandalorian is going to be because both andor and obi-wan were like almost hour-long episodes hmm. and din Djarin gives us a lot of like 25 minute episodes we had a couple longer they're ones. they're not going to change it. it's still going to be shorties maybe I don't know. Oh, God, I love The Mandalorian. I mean, how can you now go to an hour show when it was half an hour? I will say I don't have that same emotional connection to Obi-Wan or Andor that I do for, like, it's just, it's just, it's a very interesting thing. It's a very interesting thing. I love both the shows. I think Andor is so incredibly good. I am not lying when I talk about I don't know how this epi- how each episode gets better than the previous because honestly, this is my favorite episode so far. It's just a very different connection and I'm not used to connecting to Star Wars in this way, so I haven't really had time to like process it. Hmm. It's very weird. Yeah. It's a very I don't know. I don't know. I think like one of the things that I love talking about Star Wars is, like I said, the subtext and the math. So I like to listen to how other people see Star Wars. And I love to see how other people connect to Din. I love to see how people are Din Luke shippers versus Din Cobb shippers and their reasoning behind. Mm-hmm. And Andor doesn't allow as much of that. And Obi-Wan didn't allow as much of that because it's really telling you what's going on. It's not showing you. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. It does. And so it's just interesting. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. That's you know right. what, listeners? Shoot us an email at servingpinkmilk at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter. Do whatever those things are. But I really i am curious, um, after you listen to this, 
what you think of it. If you're one of our patrons, let's have that conversation on Andor. Maybe I'll shoot it over there today and we can have an early discussion about this. But like, I think after this weekend, that's kind of where I'm at with this thing. I've been thinking a lot about it. So do I have to get up early on Wednesday? Oh, yeah, because the show's still amazing. Okay. Wait, are you over here thinking I don't like the show now? No. Did I do a bad job of expressing no. my feelings? No. This is a safe space. <laughs> <laughs> Your feelings are not right or wrong. They're yours. <laughs> well, thank you very, very much, everyone, for listening. <laughs> don't forget, if you haven't yet, please help the show grow. We for, for recommendations on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, we really need those reviews. It really, really does help us. Like if someone's listening to Star Wars, pod, Star Wars Podcast and says, you may also like this. All your reviews uh, really do help us get move up that line. And um, you know what? Thank you. Thank you. Uh, follow me and the show at Serving Pink Milk on Twitter, Instagram, sometimes TikTok. Tom's going to help me shoot a TikTok video later today. And all of you that listen and know Tom, you're going to see his eyes rolling on the other side <laughs> of that camera. Oh, I can't wait. And followed by... I don't even know anything about this. Followed by, I know my husband. You're really going to post this? Oh, God. God. Wait, our listeners are going to see that? Oh, my God. Babe, hey, I don't know. I'll do what I can I to make know. sure it does get posted, <laughs> folks. Now that I, this is the first I'm hearing about it, and the buildup is something else. So, All right, Thomas. We'll until, see. until next week, are you ready? I'm ready. All right, let's drink up. Drink up.